I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, and welcome to Short Tales, a series of short stories written and read by me, Damien Robb. We'll get to this episode's story shortly, but first, I want you to imagine you're in a cafe. The warm scent of coffee lingers around your head. People converse and chairs shuffle and baristas brew. You sit alone at the centre of it all, calm and quiet, a newspaper in your hands. You can feel the texture of it against your fingertips as you sip your coffee, turn the page and scan its contents to see the classifieds. You're about to turn to the next page but stop when one of the classifieds draws your attention. You read it, then read it again. And something deep inside of you knows that you'll answer it. Okay, you ready? Good. This episode's story is entitled Nemesis. The ad read, Looking for a nemesis, preferably villainous, happy to meet at your convenience, call 0431-XXX-XXX. I saw it last week in the Gazette, in the tiny half-page section they still reserved for classifieds. I'd read it over a coffee from my usual seat in the cafe after completing my morning run, something I did every Sunday. It had caused me to emit a small laugh, nothing more than a barely audible exhalation out of my nose, and to wonder at the weirdness of people, before turning the page and forgetting about it completely. Or so I'd thought. I walked over to the adjacent supermarket, and while dawdling past the fluorescent-lit shelves with a shopping basket in one hand and a shopping list in the other, the words of the ad hopped through my mind. It had to be a kid, I thought, as I passed the shelf full of a seemingly endless variety of packaged water. But then, why would a kid post a classified anyway? Surely they'll just throw something like that up on their social media or on a forum somewhere. The medium of the advertisement alone signified an adult as did the language, which only raised more questions. As I perused the vegetables, I wondered who this person was. Were they male or female? At a guess, probably male. But then, you never knew. I mean, I'm female and I've been reading comic books since I was eight. The poster of the ad had to be a superhero aficionado. That much was clear. Who else would put out a call for a villainous nemesis if not a lonely, comic book-obsessed, vigilante wannabe? I saw my reflection in the glass of the supermarket freezers and realised I could be describing myself. Well, I wasn't obsessed, obsessed. I had my collection, sure, but I didn't turn my apartment into a shrine to the genre like some people did. At the very least, I knew the difference between fiction and reality, unlike the poster of the ad. I told myself to stop thinking about it and focused on the shopping list. I'd already walked past half a dozen items I needed while lost in thought. 
That night, as I sat in front of the television, I caught myself thinking about who would answer an ad like that. Someone similar to the person who posted it, no doubt. Two nerds, likely out of shape, running around the city at night pretending to play good guy versus bad guy. Not that all nerds were out of shape, of course. I I completed an Iron Woman last year and I still consider myself a nerd. Not that I would answer the ad. Which made me wonder if anyone had answered it yet. Unlikely, right? Surely not. Not that it mattered. Not that I cared. It was silly. I was wasting my time wondering about it. I turned my mind back towards the televised programming and let the thoughts about the ad slip away. The next day, I managed to forget about the ad almost completely. There was a warehouse to run, stock to load, people to talk to. I didn't have time to think about a stupid bit of frivolity from the local paper. It was probably a joke anyway. What's that you're whispering? Marcus had asked me while I was checking out the morning's order, some 200 drums of gasoline to be shipped overseas somewhere, none of which had the right permits. Sorry, I responded, not aware that I'd been whispering. The thing you've been whispering, something about villainous, convenience, whatever, you've been doing it for the last hour, it's driving me nuts. I froze, thinking back. I'd been saying the words of the ad. Now that I thought about it, they'd been playing over and over in my head like a song stuck on repeat. They were playing right now, looking for a nemesis, preferably villainous, happy to meet at your convenience, call 0431-XXX-XXX. Uh, just an ad jingle, I said, covering. Sorry, didn't even realise I was singing it. Yeah? I haven't heard that one. What's an ad for anyway? Uh, you know, I don't remember. Marcus gave me an odd look, one I probably deserved, one I probably would have given myself had our positions been reversed. They were used to giving me odd looks around here anyway. I knew they had jokes about me. I was the loner, the weird chick who worked out too much. The one to avoid unless you wanted to hear about comics for two hours straight. I didn't mind, mostly. Sorry, I'll stop, I said, telling myself as much as him. But I didn't stop, not internally. The words kept swimming around my head for the rest of the day. A day passed, and then another... And I mostly managed not to think about the ad. Occasionally, it would pop up in my mind, but I would squash the thought whenever it presented itself, as if it were a mole that needed whacking. By Friday, I think I had genuinely forgotten about it, losing myself in the usual routines of the week. On Saturday, I busied myself with a triathlon, a trip to the movies, and then a dinner out by myself. Then Sunday came, and with it, my trip to the cafe to treat myself to breakfast. It was raining again, the scene all but identical to the week before, As soon as I sat down in my regular spot, the memory of the ad returned. I couldn't not check. I went to the counter and got that day's copy of the Gazette, returned to my seat and turned immediately to the classifieds. There it was, slightly altered from last week. Today it read, Looking for a nemesis, preferably villainous, happy to meet at your convenience, call 0431-XXX-XXX. Serious inquiries only. So, they got some interest but only from people who were looking to make fun. None by anyone who took it sincerely. Not like me, a small part of me thought. I quieted that part and turned instead to the front page of the paper to distract myself. It didn't work. I turned the pages, but I wasn't taking any of it in. Instead, I was asking questions I knew I shouldn't be asking. Things like, what would make a good nemesis? Or, what would my first crime be? I knew the answer to the former. Decades of reading comics had instilled in me an appreciation when it came to a well-defined villain. They were usually broken in some way, whether by an unresolvable loss or just worn down by the monotony of life. They were people with skills, often overlooked, accomplished, but only to themselves. 
unappreciated by anybody else. They were, if done right, real people with real goals. Mirrors of the hero who just went about things in a different way, often in a way that made more sense. They were arguably heroes in their own right, just misguided. As for the second question, I had no answer. Or at least, I didn't allow myself one. I tore out the ad and put it in my pocket. The next day at work, I'd planned to catch up on some paperwork. Instead, I locked myself into my small office at the back of the warehouse and drew. Now I'm no illustrator, but I'm passable, helped by years of tracing characters from the colourful pages of my favourite comics. What I drew were outfits, costumes, what I would wear, hypothetically, where I'd become a supervillain, just for fun. I went with a charcoal colour spectrum. I never liked villains that were as flashy as the hero. Plus, it couldn't be too cartoonish, something I could wear through a crowd without getting any odd looks. Something tight that billowed at the edges a little, with a hood that could be slipped on quickly. I'm willing to admit some bias, but I thought it looked quite good. Menacing. I decided to even have an attempt at making it, just to see what it would look like. It was even better than expected. That Sunday, the ad was still there. It became a mental puzzle for me. If I were to commit a crime, how would I do it? The warehouse would actually be the ideal location, I thought the following Monday while doing my early morning inspections. I knew the space, the schedules, the floors. I sort of know what the crime would be, but that was less important than it be explosive. A real performance. Something to draw the media, give them a story, a story about me, or more correctly, my alter ego. I would need an alibi, of course, as my intimate knowledge of the place would also make me a suspect, but that wouldn't be too hard. I had set up a camera outside my apartment over a year ago, and I knew how to edit the metadata. I could simply tell anyone asking that I'd been home all night, and then show them the footage from a different evening. I had plenty of nights where I'd stayed home alone. Probably best if I tell a few of my co-workers and neighbours that I was feeling unwell beforehand too. Perhaps do my costume at work change when I get there. The fire escape to the apartment was rarely used. It would be easy enough to get up and down it with anyone seeing me. I could then ride my bike out there. It wouldn't be very villainous, but it would be discreet. Anyway, it was a fun thought experiment. Nothing else. I wouldn't give myself a name, I decided as I was working out the following evening. Let the news outlets decide that. I wondered what they would choose. I bought a burner phone the next day, just in case. I called the number two nights later, just to see what the person's voice was like. It was close to 3am, but I couldn't sleep. I placed the ad in front of me, although I knew the phone number off by heart. I'd set the burner phone to private and then slowly dialed each number, my heart racing. He picked up on the fourth ring. Hello? He said. My adrenaline spiked and I hung up the phone and dropped it to the counter. My hands were shaking and something like a giggle issued from my mouth. I put one of my shaking hands over it to quiet myself. The burner phone began to ring. I stared at it, frozen, until it rang out. Then it began to ring again. I slowly lifted it off the counter and looked at the screen. The number was private, but I was confident I knew who it was. I told myself not to answer, to turn off the phone and destroy it along with my costume and plans and all the other steps I'd already put in place. But my finger moved almost against my will. Hello? He said again. His speech was deep, with a slight accent. I'd expected the Weasley voice of a stereotypical dweeb. This wasn't that. I'll be your nemesis, I heard myself say in a voice that was out of breath. 
There was a pause. I could hear him breathing. You're responding to my ad, he said, and I let out an exhale, only then realised I had been holding my breath. Yes, I said. Yes, I am. And this isn't a joke, because if it is, I... No, no, I'm very serious. Very. I already have a costume and a plan, and I'll be your nemesis. I want to be. I, I need to be. Another pause. Okay. Okay. That's... This is great. I could hear the smile in his voice, hear the excitement I felt in myself reflected back from him. When are you... Thursday week. A warehouse down near the docks on Grattan Street, around midnight. Okay. I'll see you then. The line went dead, and I smiled. The footage had gone viral. We'd fought hand-to-hand as the gasoline and warehouse burned behind us. He'd been beautiful. A pure white outfit, stark against his brown skin. The strong, brooding, ghost-of-the-night type. I'd slipped in a monologue about how I was going to save this city by destroying it. Not very original, perhaps, but I'll do better next time. They'd called me the Grey Moth. He, my nemesis, said I deserve something more sinister. I said, I didn't mind. I'll make them fear it. Thanks for listening to this month's short tale. I hope you enjoyed it. Now, to finish this episode off, I've recorded some afterthoughts, which detail where the idea for this story came from and any challenges I faced while writing it. If that feels too self-indulgent for your taste, fair enough. But if that sounds like your kind of thing, then listen on. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This story started with The Classified. It's actually a writing activity I've done with some of my students where I challenge them to first come up with a classified ad or a modern online equivalent that's quirky, strange, or threatening. And then after that, write a story about it. It's a powerful writing prompt because the ad usually carries a voice and so we already have a feel for one of our characters. And there's an inciting incident, the posting of the ad itself. Not to mention the likely first act turn, someone either answering the ad or someone having their ad answered. So that's where it began. The rest I built by connecting dots. Whether you realise it or not, you have been collecting dots your whole life. You've collected them when you've been daydreaming. 
you've picked some up whenever you've people watched on public transport, you've added some to your satchel whenever you've scrolled aimlessly through social media. These dots can come from anywhere. Stories you've heard, things you've read, things you've seen, felt, smelt, or tasted. You're collecting dots right now. And that's because dots are small bits of everyday information. So, the rush you imagined you felt when daydreaming about performing in front of an adoring crowd, that's a dot. The tidbit about the guy who loudly answered his phone on the train while you were people watching, only for you to see he was faking the whole conversation for reasons unknown, that's another dot. The headline to the article about the best wasabi in Melbourne that you flick past when scrolling on the toilet, yeah, a dot. All of these are dots and all of them can be used for story. The dots for this story were both big and small. Being in a cafe when I started writing it was the first dot. Noticing the absurd amounts of water options at the supermarket, having a friend who works at a warehouse, that trope in comics that the media often names the superheroes or villains, a cousin who did an Iron Man, tracing comic characters when I was younger, and plenty more were the rest. Then it's just about connecting the dots, adding lines of narrative between them. The tricky part is knowing how many dots to use. When exactly is the story complete or the dot-to-dot finished? Well, that's up to you. There is no nice, clean numbering system here in my analogy, but rather just a mess of dots with infinite options in how to connect them. But my experience has been that if you do the work of connecting dots, then eventually you have a picture. And while you could have made a different picture by swapping out some dots for others or connecting them in a different order, you just have to call the dot-to-dot done and take the picture for what it is. Or in this case, a story about a strange classified in a local paper and the overlooked manager of a warehouse who answered it. All right, those are all my thoughts. But if you have any that you'd like to share, please do. You can write to me at shorttales.podcast at gmail.com or you can find me on Twitter at Midday Pajamas. Until next time, this has been Short Tales and I've been Damien Robb. Hold up, what was that? Boring, no flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm-hmm.